Our first reading for today comes from the book of Jeremiah. The first chapter, verses 4 through 10. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. And the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Here ends our first reading for today. Praise be to God. Let us pray. We praise your abiding guidance, O God, for you sent us Jesus, our teacher and Messiah, to model for us the way of love for the whole universe. We offer these prayers of love on behalf of ourselves and our neighbors, on behalf of your creation and our fellow creatures. Dear Heavenly Father, we look to you today, thankful that you are giving us another day, another breath of life, another chance to speak your words in your great name. Father, we look to you, thankful that you have been through us through healing of the last few weeks, that you have been through us through the growth of this ministry over the last few years. We look to you, for your continued guidance, your continued discernment. Father, we lift up to you our brothers and sisters who are struggling day in and day out, our brothers and sisters who struggle with ailments that are unseen, that no one may understand, that suffer through mental illness, that suffer through things internally, physical ailments. We lift up to you our brothers and sisters who are in suffrage due to wars and famine and need. And Lord, we look to you and we say, here we are. Help us, guide us, and send us ultimately forth. Loving God, we ask that you open our ears to hear your word and draw us closer to you, that the whole world may be one with you as you are one with us. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, who is our Lord and our Savior. Amen and Amen. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Let us continue forth in prayer once more, brothers and sisters. Mighty God, bringing our tithes and offerings to you today, we pray over them and sing your praises. Then we slink back into our day-to-day -day lives, hoping those gifts meet the expectations of our discipleship. You have called us to more, to speak for you, to make our testimony part of our offering, which terrifies us. Then scripture reminds us that you will provide us with the words Give us the faith and courage to speak of your love, your mercy, your compassion. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And brothers and sisters in Christ, at this time, if you feel so compelled by the Spirit to tithe with our ministry, we have a few different ways set up. You can tithe directly. You can ultimately purchase merchandise that we have put forth to help spread the word of God. Also, our mental health awareness merchandise to help spread the awareness of faith and mental health, bringing two entities into one, helping not only bring hope back to the world, but bring hope to those who suffer in silence and darkness. Again, all proceeds from that go back into our ministry and our ministry work for such things like our Bible ministry, where we will ship out Bibles and other little prayer books and things to those who request a Bible that they need, a physical bound Bible mailed to them. Again, brothers and sisters in Christ, everything that comes into this ministry goes back out for those in need for tithing from the ministry to others. With that said, let's switch back over into our Bibles to our gospel reading for today. And our gospel reading for today comes from the Gospel of Luke, the 13th chapter, verses 10 through 17. Now, he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity eighteen years, and was bent over and could in no way rise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And when he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. And he said to the crowd, There are six days on which men ought to work. Therefore come and be healed on them, and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, Hypocrite, does not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? 
So ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it, for eighteen years be loosed from the bond on the Sabbath? And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame. And all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. Here ends our reading, the gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. And this brings me to our message for today. And our message for today has kind of two parts, so I kind of hyphened it together. And the first part is the, I knew you. And the second part is the right words. And as we begin here today, I want to address first the, I knew you. And I start by asking each one of you brothers and sisters, that as you self-examine yourself today and you listen to this message, that you first think of how you would react if a random stranger walked up to you, someone you didn't know, maybe someone you never met, but maybe you've seen, and they come to you and they go, I knew you. Think about that for a second. If I approached you randomly on the street, whether you know me, and most of you do not personally know me, you might say, hey, that's Pastor Shame. But if I approached you and said, I, I knew you, I know you. But I, I take it one step farther. Maybe I say and I emphasize the way they would say that they know you or the way I would say I know you. And I say, I know your feelings. I know the things that you've done. I know what promises you might have made and didn't hold up to. I knew you in the womb. In fact, I knew you even before your parents knew that they were going to have you. How would that make you feel? Would you feel taken back, shocked? Would you feel upset? Would you be like, yo, 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 I don't know who you are. Don't, I don't know how you would know these things. Would you start thinking of all the things that I just said I knew of you and almost be like, how do you know these things? And depending on what these things are, how do I make it that you don't tell anybody else these things you supposedly know? Would paranoia start coming to mind? Would fear? Or would you possibly have a little of joy and excitement and feeling of comfort maybe? Feeling of content that someone came to you and said, I knew you in the womb. I knew you before your parents knew that they were going to have you. You see, in our scripture today from Jeremiah, we see God 
not only appointing and calling the prophet Jeremiah, but we see him telling Jeremiah this exact thing. It starts off in our scripture saying that the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Now let's just think about this for a second. In these few short passages, Jeremiah is having the Lord God come to him and say, I knew you before I made you. I knew you before you were in the womb. I sanctified you before you were flesh and blood. And ultimately, I have already ordained you before birth, at birth, whichever the timeline is in this period, a prophet of the nations or to the nations. Now I go back to the question I've asked all of you. If I came to you and said what God told Jeremiah, I'm pretty sure I'd have two reactions. The first, you're crazy, get out of here. The second would most likely be similar to that, maybe more aggression, maybe less aggression, but you, most people would be creeped out, would be alarmed by these things. But Jeremiah instead, and we're going to look into Jeremiah's reply, because ultimately Jeremiah was not concerned that God said he knew him. He had such strong faith that he believed and knew that God made him. And he knew what God said was to hold true. But what Jeremiah sits there and does instead is he starts to question the next part. And he goes and says, Lord God, behold that I cannot speak. For I am a youth. Now, how many of us, over the times of being called to be called followers of Christ, to be called to speak and preach love, have ultimately sat there in our minds, in our hearts, and said, Why did you call us, Lord? In what meaning of this was it that we are even fathomed to be worthy to be called by you, let alone to go forth and speak your gospel, to speak your words, your love, your mercy to the world. There are days, brothers and sisters, where I question that. Where I sat there and said, Lord, why, why are you saying me? Lord, I'm a broken vessel. How am I the right option to go forth and speak your words? And ultimately, Jeremiah is saying similar things right here. How am I 
doing to go do this. I cannot speak for I am a youth. We sit there and go, Lord, how are we to speak? We are just broken vessels. We are not educated in this. We are not ready for this. And the Lord said to Jeremiah, and this is where I really, truly get to this part of receiving the right words and how do we speak the right words and the question. Because the Lord says to Jeremiah, do not say I am a youth. The Lord tells each and every one of us, brothers and sisters, every day, do not say that you are uneducated, you are untrained. I have given you what to say. I have given you what to be faithful and believe in. I have given you the words on which to preach and to speak. The love, the mercies. I have given it all to you. And that's exactly what he says to Jeremiah. Because he says, for you shall go to all to whom I send you. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Now imagine, not only did I come to you and say now, brothers and sisters, that I knew you in, before you were womb, in the womb and all that. And I said the same things that God is saying in Jeremiah to you. But now I tell you that you are going to go where I send you. And you are going to speak what I command you to speak. How many of you would be like, whoa, I'm not listening to this. I'm not going to do as you say. But yet, isn't it funny when we hold a job that if there's a way a job needs to be done and we have specific instructions that we ultimately, because we want to get paid, we will follow that job. So let's take a little step back and let's look at being faithful as a way of being paid almost. The joy that it brings to our hearts, the hope that it gives us for that future, that life everlasting, that kingdom of heaven. Isn't that ultimately the payment that we're looking for? By staying faithful, by listening to the Lord God when he says, go forth and speak these words I've given to you to speak. But God continues to tell Jeremiah, do not be afraid of their faces for I am with you to deliver you. Brothers and sisters, we aren't to be afraid to go forth and speak love, to speak light, to speak hope, and to speak the words of God to the masses, to their faces. Because as he tells Jeremiah, he also tells us each and every day that he is with us in the long haul. He is with us on each daily journey. He is with us. And he's with us to deliver us out of all darkness, out of all evil, out of all transgressions. Our scripture then goes on and continues forward that says, Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched Jeremiah's mouth. And the Lord said to him, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. We've all talked about it. I've preached about it being slow to speak, slow to anger. And quick to listen. Here is this exact example of God saying, Do not speak. I've put my words in your mouth. 
Do not react in anger. I've put my words in your mouth. Listen and do as I have instructed you to do, which is when they cast a stone, cast love back. When they throw that, how could you follow the unseen? How do you believe? How can you call yourself a Christian when you do this? And in many times we see in this world where we have those that will call themselves Christians, will look and say that they are religions and religious. And yet when we look at things that they do, their actions, their hearts, we're not seeing that action of love. We're not seeing that Christ-likeness. And then it takes us a step back and we start doubting the church. We start doubting scripture. We start doubting our faith. But if we remember that God wants us to speak his words, then his words come out of love. When we look at things from the gospel, from Hebrews, from the journey in life of Christ to the afterlife. It all shows those examples of love. Christ in the New Testament gives us example after example after example of the right words to say. The right actions to do. Here in Jeremiah, we are being told that God has given us the right words to speak because he knew us before it all began. He knows how this will play out. Yes, we have that ability to make choices. Yes, we have that ability to go forth and ultimately walk away. And God will continue to be with us and continue to call us back home. When we ask ourselves, Lord, how can we receive the right words? We have to sit there and think about it from the standpoint of when this took place, Jeremiah received the right words from God putting his hand on his mouth. It is the same thing as us putting our hands over our mouth and opening our Bibles and reading is the same thing as Christ's teachings to us. We looked at the book of Psalm today and we saw that the Lord God is our refuge and our rock to stand on. But yet far too often we sit here and we will cast aside this after we attend service on Sunday and we will walk back into our work week and we will ignore this the rest of the week. We will ignore this rock on which we are to stand to be secure, to be contingent in our faith, to ultimately have the right words to speak back and the right responses out of love back to our brothers and sisters. And we will allow emotions to take over. We will allow envy to take over. We will allow the enemy to creep into our minds and our souls and input those doubts, those fears, those insecurities, and the things that will bring us to hate and violence instead of allowing ourselves to look solely to the Lord for his love 
his mercy, and his light. Brothers and sisters in Christ, as we go forth into this week, may we all look to make a new pact, whether we've done it in the past or not, whether we continuously every morning we log on and we are together for our morning coffee and our scripture, whether we are there on Saturdays doing our own thing, whether we are here on Sundays for service. Let us ultimately look at ourselves and examine ourselves because we are no different than Jeremiah going, God, Lord, why are you choosing me to be this prophet? Why are you choosing me to be this spokesperson? Why are you choosing me to show your love and compassion to the world? And the answer is, if you don't, who's going to? The answer is, why are we questioning God who created us? The answer is, stay faithful, brothers and sisters, that the Lord knows what he's doing. And ultimately, nowhere in Scripture have I ever looked and read and seen that when the Lord calls us to do something and journey and go forth, that it's going to be easy. And I think that's the misperception. Many of us want to throw on our little cape. We want to throw on our little Christian badge. And we want to say, hallelujah, everything is great. Life is wonderful. And we put on that mask and we hide that insecurities, fears, judgment, and everything else that can tear us down and tear us away from God. And ultimately, forget that he knew us. In the beginning, he knew us before we were made, and he is going to give us the right words to say at the right time. If I had the ability right now to show you the notes that are taken, it is basically saying for me to walk through Jeremiah. That is the notes. That is what I wrote. Everything else today is the Lord giving you the right words for the message that he is wanting me to relay to you all, brothers and sisters, on this Sunday or whenever you are listening to this message. And he's going to bring this message to you at the right time or when you need to hear it. And in some cases, this message is not just as much for you as it is also for me speaking it and hearing myself say it. How many times have you been out doing something, you say something to help somebody else, and then you sit there and go, ah, I got it, Lord. I understand. I need to do this too. Because if I don't, I'm not going to be better off. I'm not going to listen to me following you like you have called me to do. In Jeremiah, Jeremiah is being called to be the prophet that God wants him to be. And he goes forth and says, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. To root out and to pull out. Well, what can we root out and pull out in our lives and in this world that would make the world a better place? Greed, envy, hate, segregation, discrimination. Many things I can come up with right now, and I'm sure so could you, to keep that in mind. Now, to destroy and to throw down. 
God's not vengeful. But he will tear down things that don't belong anymore. To build and to plant. What are we going to plant? We're going to plant seeds of hope. We're going to plant seeds of love. We're going to plant and basically build up love. Love for our brothers and sisters. Love for one another. And we're going to put hope out there in the world. And we're going to do as God has called us to do. Through the words that he has given us to say. Through the words that he wants us to speak. And ultimately through the scripture of which he has given us as guidance of what to do as our template as we go forth in the world. Whether it is me, whether it is another pastor, a priest, a minister, whether it is a lay person of a church, whether it's a deacon, whether it is just you and me, brothers and sisters. And again, I'm not saying a title to say I'm higher or better than you. I'm saying brothers and sisters because we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. And as brothers and sisters in Christ, we are all called and given the words to which to speak at the right times, in love, in light, in truth. Let us go forth. Let us walk this world. Let us do as God has called us to do, just like he called Jeremiah to do. Let us be those beacons of hope to those who need it. Let us speak the words of the gospel and love and light and truth. On this day and the next. And let us not forget that just because we showed up on Sunday, we can do whatever we want on Monday. That's not how that works. Whatever When we show up on Sunday, we continue to show up and condition ourselves through Scripture on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday, on Friday, on Saturday. Back to church on Sunday to hear our message and word and then continue to self-condition the rest of the week. And let's continue to make that a trend so that we are prepared that when we are in these places, when we are in this light, that we can go forth and we can give those same things to people who are in need of that love, need of that beacon of hope, need of that light to pull them out of the darkness. Lord, we come to you and let us pray. Dear Heavenly Fathers, we come to you today. We thank you for your message. We thank you for the words in which you told Jeremiah that reaffirmed him, as well as are reaffirming us of who you have called us to be in your glory, in your mercy, and in your light. We look to you now, stronger and more dedicated than ever, to be continuously faithful to you through the love and light of your Son, Jesus Christ, and his sacrifice through his blood that redeemed us of our sins and our transgressions, that we might go forth in this world speaking your love and your light and ultimately the mercies of which you give to all of your children, all of our brothers and sisters. In Christ's name we pray, amen and amen. Let us pray. Merciful God, as we pour out the wealth you have entrusted to us, the parched places are watered, as we seize our evil talk, the rising light of peace dawns in the darkness. So lead us into faithful living that your promises may unfold in us as a woman's back. Long bent unfolds at Christ's command to the praise of your holy name. Amen. And amen. Please join me in doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures.
creatures here below. Praise Him above, ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Brothers and sisters in Christ, go in peace. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts? possibly women's leggings, then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. It's all custom designed from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones have a blessed day